Welcome to the Rocks Pile Podcast, part of Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Kevin Henry and Noah Yingling. Unfortunately, they got another bad start from Chichi Gonzalez. Uh, he went five and a third, giving up eight hits, six runs, all of which were earned, two walks, and he struck out four. Um, and he allowed two runs in each of the first and second innings, and then single tallies in the fourth and the sixth. That was obviously his biggest issue was getting settled in in the first few innings. Um, again, with the Rockies' offense, though, Classic Coors Field offense where every single starter of one through eight, with the exception of Brendan Rodgers, had a hit. Toppy was two for four with a walk. Daza was one for five with two RBI. Story was two for five with an RBI. Blackman was one for five. Crone was three for four with two RBI. Fuentes was one for four with an RBI. Nunez was one for four. Connor Joe got a hit pinch hitting. So it was well spread out in the offense again. Um, but obviously almost all of it came in the sixth inning is the first five innings, they only had two hits. And, and almost all of it in the sixth inning came with the long ball. The Rockies hit four home runs in that inning, uh, you know, to, to put them uh, in the lead. Uh, you know, give them that six nothing, or sorry, tie it up at six, I should say. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it was just one of those moments where uh, Bard came in, really showed some issues as far as control, and then whenever uh, he did get over the plate, it was a very hittable pitch. Yeah, and that's been his problem here this weekend, as we've seen. And he's uh, he hasn't gotten a ton of consistent work throughout the year, and then this series he pitches in three of the four games. Right. And that's... Oh, that's the life of a bullpen guy where sometimes where you you aren't used for a week and then in four days you're used three times. So, and that's, right now, that's honestly probably the Rockies' biggest problem. Yep. Well, and today an old friend kind of paid them a visit that they don't want to see again. That is the runners and scoring position issues. Uh, they didn't have a lot of chances, Noah, but they were 0 for 4 with runners in scoring position today, and we know how that's been a problem for the Rockies all season. Yeah, and it hasn't been as much of a problem at Coors Field, right. but obviously today it was. And, I mean, you subtract that sixth inning, and they had four hits on the entire day. No runs. So that's a problem. Last few innings, the last couple of days, and you think how much 
could have been. Yeah, and especially today facing Eric Lauer. I mean, he's he's not the world's best pitcher. And considering they had success against them before, they should have been able to have more success early against them. And like I said, they had two hits against them in the first five innings. Yeah, and we knew that Hayter was not going to be available today. Uh, you know, we, we knew after uh, the last couple of days that that was just not going to be an option. Uh, so Brad Boxberger comes in and gets the final inning uh, to secure the win and get his third save of the season. Uh, you know, but one thing that I think that we've got to to say is uh, that Rockies are now 30-43 and 43 on the season. We know how well they've done at home, but here comes the road trip. Two in Seattle, three in Milwaukee, a pair of off days sprinkled in there, including tomorrow, Monday. And, and no, I think that this is a team that is going to need a little bit of a breath, especially with that bullpen. Uh, I'm sure that uh, the things that we've seen from Bard and Kinley uh, the last couple of nights, if there's a way that they can kind of refocus a little bit as they, they head up to Pacific Northwest. Yeah, and I hope, too, that they they honestly leave Denver tonight. I You would probably know better than me. Um, yeah. But they, they need to get used to sea level in Seattle and playing there on Tuesday and Wednesday, especially because they're going to have a quick turnaround. It's going to be a 7 o'clock game local time there on Tuesday and then a 1 o'clock game on Wednesday before they have the off day and go to Milwaukee. Yeah, and I can confirm the Rockies are leaving after today's game, so they'll be in Seattle tonight. Uh, they are spending the day off in Seattle on Monday. They have the day off in uh, Milwaukee on Thursday before taking part in the Brewers opening day 2.0 with three straight day games this coming weekend, so that's something to be looking at as well. Yeah, and the Rockies... Are at least I would have to look at the numbers. I don't have them in front of me, but it doesn't seem like they play as well in day games, at least this year. Um, yeah, that's just from the few day games I've uh, noticed it. But like you said, they've got three this weekend when they're facing Milwaukee. It's going to be a three o'clock local, a three o'clock local, and a one o'clock local. Yeah, it's a weird road trip if you want to look at it from that because with the getaway game. Seattle, that's four of the five games that are actually going to be day games coming up for the Rockies. And then you have two off days on the same road trip. Yeah, yeah a little strange all around, uh, let's be perfectly honest. The Rockies will head out on the road 30 and 43. Milwaukee leaves Denver with a 40 and 32 mark. Uh, Noah, you know, we're talking about this weekend, we're talking about uh, what the Rockies have brewed. Certainly in the head over Seattle. But this weekend's going to be really interesting because it could be the return of John Gray uh, after what he did today uh, for AAA isotopes in Reno. Yeah, and the thing is, too, where um, with Austin Gomber before the game, he was placed on the injured list. So Gray, as of now, will likely replace Gomber in the rotation. Uh, Chi-Chi Gonzalez, of course, would stay in the rotation. So with the off days... As of now, it'll probably be Freeland Tuesday. And this is just my guess. Freeland Tuesday, Marquez Wednesday. And then they would go Senzatella Friday, Gray Saturday, Chi-Chi Sunday, if, yep. if I had to guess. Well, and you're a good guesser because uh, the starting pitchers for Tuesday in Seattle, Kyle Freeland, 
coming in with that 0-2 mark, 9.5 ADRA. Kyle Freeland needs to get right, and who knows if it will be in, in Seattle. Uh, but here, here's the good news. If you want to take any bit of silver lining and if past indications or anything, Freeland has done well in Seattle. He's actually started against the Mariners twice. He is 1-0 with a 2.45 ERA in those two games, both of which came in Seattle. And also another good note, at least from my perspective, not necessarily for Kyle Freeland, but there's a DH. We won't have to see pitchers not being able to lay down buns. Right. Yep. That's a great point. Yeah, and I know, uh, you know you tweeted about that during the game, I think, so that will be good. And then, yes, you are right. Uh, as of right now, Herman Marquez is scheduled to go on Wednesday. Uh, he will actually be facing Justice Sheffield. Of course, Jordan Sheffield's brother. Uh, Jordan was moved today to the 60-day IL, so we will not see any brother versus brother action this weekend in Seattle. Uh, but uh, Justice Sheffield will take them out for the Mariners on Wednesday. And then after the road trip as well, when the Rockies return home, they will face the Pirates on uh, one week from tomorrow, and that will be yep. opening day 2.0 for the Rockies. So with the day games, they will have played a day game on Wednesday, day uh, off day, of course, on Thursday, day game Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a day game on Monday as well. That's a really good point. Yep, we've got a lot of day games coming up, Rockies fans. And for those of us... Uh, you know, here in the Mountain Time Zone, and, and knowing you in the Eastern Time Zone, that's not always a bad thing, too. That means not a whole lot of late nights coming up, so that's good. Yeah, they, then, of course, in the middle of the uh, game of the Pirate Series, they have a night game, 640 Mountain, and then it's another day game against the Pirates. And then we know, you know, and, and that will actually end the month. That will be the last game of June. Uh, so Rockies have Mariners, Brewers, and Pirates left in this month. And then, of course, we know July 1st, there's some team from the Midwest with some third baseman coming in. And, you know, I, uh, we, we won't even go down that road on this one because there's a lot to talk about with that. And we will be talking about that on rockstyle.com as well as on our podcast. Uh, Noah, hey, any final thoughts before we wrap up today's Twitter Spaces talk? I do have one with, with the Cardinals, uh, how they're going to be starting the month of July. Um, I, I was just told today, um, apparently Joshua Fuentes has a cousin on the Cardinals. I, I never knew that. Oh, really? investigate <laughs> research on that see if we can uh, dig anything up. And I understand uh, Joshua Fuentes is, uh, may have a cousin who has a banner hanging in downtown Denver right now. Wow, so we'll uh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, we'll have to see if we can find out anything more about that. <laughs> now, it's, it's uh, you know, a disappointing end to a seven-game home season for the Rockies. Now it's off to Seattle. A day off on Monday, and while there will be a day off for the Rockies, there will not be a day off for us with our coverage of the Rockies. Uh, so make sure you check out rockspile.com for latest stories, trade rumors, uh, things like that. We are covering the Rockies uh, as, as best as we can to give you the latest coverage possible. So, Noah, as always, man, thanks for joining. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks to all of you for listening to us here on Twitter Spaces. And always, after every game, we'll be back on here. This turns into a podcast that you can listen to later to kind of catch up with what's going on with the Rockies. So thanks for joining us. And as we always say here, hey, go Rockies. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.